Hello, and welcome to my audio podcast about the pros and cons of digital audio, and whether or not there is still a place for its analog counterpart in modern recordings. Whether it's the warm hiss of analog tape, or the clean shine of ones and zeros, I'll be looking to find out what can be achieved with each. Today I'll be speaking with two guests and getting their views on digital and analog recording. I started by speaking with Chris Paul, who's a sound engineer from Germany who made his way to Scotland to further his career. I met him in his studio, which is a small space that consists of just a laptop, an interface and some speakers. I asked him his opinions on the differences between his set up and the local recording studio called Chamber, which is much better equipped. I think for mixing, it, it's it's a different story. I wouldn't, uh, like I would always track a chamber. Um, it's just so much easier to track through a Pro Tools HD system, which is connected to a desk with like all the auxiliary sends and you can compress on the way in without, uh, apart from the horrendously confusingly marked patch bay, um, it's, it's normally quite easy to, to just achieve what you want to achieve. For mixing, I have to say I prefer mixing here because I like the stereo imaging it's a quieter space so to me it sounds always a bit messy when i'm when i'm in a bigger studio so i prefer actually prefer mixing in a, in a smaller space i then went on to ask him about recording the tape and if he preferred this for any reason i pre- definitely prefer it it's the, the downside is it's quite expensive and you can't edit which is a nightmare with most most young bands these days actually there's not so many that can lay down tracks it's just when you can overdub you do overdub i prefer to just put it down done but the biggest difference is actually the workflow because you don't stare at a screen, you don't bother with like, oh, there's something clipping. If you can't hear it, you can't hear it. And if it clips and it's nice, keep it. And if, like you just listen to stuff and you don't watch anything. I think that's the biggest difference. You have no clue what you're doing really. Like when you start out, um, you kind of start to get into stuff and you, you, like I didn't bother, I didn't know about phase. And then you start checking stuff in small spaces like low ceilings and untreated rooms and it sounds cool and it sounds exciting but then again you compare it to stuff that was recorded in a nice place and you always wonder like how do they achieve um a record sound as opposed to a demo sound or home recording sound and that is a massive difference it is a lot easier to to achieve a decent sound like with the setup that i have here than it would have been for a studio that put down the same amount of money that I didn't put down back then. At the same time, there's not enough money in the industry to kind of make stu- make a studio a viable thing anymore. Like all the studios, are, like studios are dying out. I think the only studios that will survive in the long run are the ones that have a a nice room and good guys to work with, really. After gaining these insights from Chris, I wanted to find out about how digital audio affects regular musicians who have to pay to record. I went to speak to Andrew Turnbull, a student of popular music and a session drummer who often turns to his laptop to record. My name is Adi and I study popular music at Napier University. I'm currently in third year. Um, Right now I'm currently doing a transcription module where I need to record and write down the drums for four popular songs. Uh, which will take a lot of DIY recording. And uh, another module I'm doing is world music, where I need to record different world uh, instruments. Uh, I also do a lot of my own recordings outside of uni, um, which I upload to my YouTube channel, uh, doing different sort of drum covers, drum lessons occasionally as well. Um, But right now I've not really had a chance to do that because I'm so busy at uni at the moment. Uh, So the amount of recording I'm having to do this year at uni Um, would not be possible at all to do in a studio because it would cost an absolute fortune. That's why I use my own interface and my own mics and just my own laptop and I can get as much done as I want. Uh, I usually just take it along to my rehearsal space and it usually does the job. 
So the price of all my equipment comes to about a grand, which is probably about as much as you get one day in a studio. And I mean, the outcome would be a lot better in a studio, but when it comes to uni, it does, does the job. So the interface I use is a Focusrite Scarlett 80i20, and uh, the mics I have are Rode NT1A and a couple of uh, 57s and some not so great overhead mics. Um, I also run through Pro Tools 11. Um, the rehearsal room I use is quite an open space, so it usually gives quite a trashy sound, which I'm quite a fan of. So the outcome's usually pretty good. So that's all we have time for. I hope you've gained an insight into how digital technology has shaped modern recording. 